Welcome to the Fit Foundations podcast. This is your go-to podcast for breaking down the basics of fitness. We ditch diet culture and use a mix of science and psychology to understand how to get fit, healthy, and gain confidence. I am your host, Sam, certified personal trainer, nutritionist, and lover of pancakes, puppies, and traveling the world. And my aim is to give you knowledge and actionable steps to transforming your mind, body, and lifestyle. Thank you for joining me for episode one of the Fit Foundations podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about myself. I'm going to talk about how I got into fitness, how it really just changed my life and helped me become who I am today, and ultimately lead me to opening my online coaching business back in 2020 to be able to help many women who have gone through similar struggles with losing weight, understanding how to have a good relationship with food, and just gaining that confidence in your own skin. So to kind of just give you a little bit of history, I've always been into fitness. I started playing tennis when I was about five years old, all the way up through high school. I played competitively. I also played a little bit of volleyball in junior high and high school. So I've always been pretty active, but when I started to become a little bit uncomfortable with my body was in grad school. So fun fact, I'm actually also a speech language pathologist. I moved down to Tampa, Florida to go to graduate school at the University of South Florida. And that's again, when I kind of just started to become uncomfortable with my body. I can specifically remember me and some girlfriends were going down to Key West for a trip and I was trying on different bathing suits and different bikinis and I was so unhappy with the way my body looked and I didn't feel very confident. I didn't feel comfortable in the clothes that I was trying on and that's when I kind of just had this moment that I was like, I need to do something. I need to make some changes. So I started getting a little bit more consistent with going to the gym. I went to the school gym there at USF. I would go early in the mornings before classes and get in some workouts, but I didn't really know what I was doing, right? I was kind of just jumping on machines or I would follow things that I would find on the internet and I wasn't seeing a ton of change. So I decided to take the next step and hire a personal trainer. There was a local gym right across from my apartment and I found a great trainer there that kind of just opened my eyes and started setting that foundation for what actual strength training and nutrition needs to look like in order to make changes to your body. So that's when I started kind of dabbling in tracking macros and actually paying attention to protein and trying to get protein in with every meal, following more of a progressive overload program in the gym where I'm following specific exercises every single week, trying to get stronger in them. Um, And I started seeing my body change. It was fantastic. Like I felt so good. I was starting to become so confident with myself. Um, I was like wearing clothes that I in a million years wouldn't have worn. So it really was addicting to be honest. I loved the results that I was getting and I was like, I want more, I want more, I want more. Um, So fast forward about a year, I graduated from grad school. I started my first job. I was actually out in Winter Haven, Florida with, which if you're not familiar is kind of like 
the middle of nowhere. There wasn't really anything out there. The hot spot was like happy hour at Chili's. So I didn't have that much to do. I didn't have any friends out there. So I spent a lot of time in the gym. I spent a lot of time at home just meal prepping and continuing to work on changing my body. And I also decided to work on becoming a personal trainer. So I started taking courses and passed my NASM exam and became a personal trainer. And, you know, things just continued to escalate. I became more and more obsessed with just the science behind everything and everything seemed like an experiment. I tried one thing and I saw how my body changed and tried another thing and saw how my body changed. And um, then I kind of ended up in the next extreme, which was bikini prep. So I decided to do my first bikini competition, which to this day, I think is still a huge accomplishment of mine, but it really kind of opened the door into a whole nother side of fitness and nutrition that I didn't really know about. And that is developing a really unhealthy relationship with food and an unhealthy relationship with exercise. So during my first bikini prep, my diet became extremely restrictive. I cut out all sugar. I cut out all processed food. I was not able to go out to eat. I was not able to um, really go socialize. I wasn't drinking alcohol. It was basically like lean proteins, egg whites, chicken, fish, vegetables, oatmeal, rice. That was kind of the extent of my meal plan. Um, And that's not healthy, right? Bodybuilding in general is not that healthy. Doing these bikini competitions is not that healthy, but I didn't really know that. I kind of had to learn it myself. And during this process, I started struggling with binge eating, right? Well, I did my bikini competition. Um, It was great. I felt great. It was a huge accomplishment. One of the hardest things I've ever done, but it was an accomplishment. But afterwards is really when the binge eating started. And if you're not familiar with binge eating, it's kind of this out of body experience where you have this really intense craving to want to eat a certain food or just eat food in general and you start eating and it's like you know you're full you know you don't want any more or need any more but you can't you kind of can't stop eating right and again it's almost like this out of body experience um and it's really lonely it's really uncomfortable it's really frustrating it's really embarrassing right I was like hiding the food that I was eating I didn't want to tell anybody what I was struggling with Um, so it was kind of a a dark place to be in and at the time I felt like the only thing I could do to to stop the binge eating was do another bikini prep right? I'm like, well, I did really good when I was in bikini prep and I was able to just restrict my foods and be super dedicated because I had this end goal. I had this thing that I was working towards. So I started another bikini prep again, had a super restrictive diet. Um, wasn't working with the best coach. He was basically instilling, (laughs) binge eating during our plan. I would eat super restrictive low calorie during the week, probably about a thousand calories during the day. And then he would tell me on the weekend, I could have one hour to eat whatever I wanted. Um, 
So it was really just fueling the fire to this super unhealthy relationship with food. So after the second bikini competition, of course, the binge eating started again because I never got to the root cause. I never really figured out how to build a better relationship with food. And I was just constantly in this yo-yo cycle of, okay, I'm just going to diet and restrict myself. And now I'm binging again. And now I'm going to diet and restrict myself. And now I'm binging again. So I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to change, right? Just like back in grad school where I was super unhappy with my body, super unhappy with my clothes were fitting. And I finally had that moment where I was like, it's time to change. Well, this was kind of the same. I had been struggling with the binge eating for a couple years now. And one day I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I have to change. And I think I was scared to make a change, right? Because I was afraid it wouldn't work. I was afraid I was broken and I would be stuck in this unhealthy pattern forever. But what was scarier is never changing, right? What was scarier is being stuck in this binge eating, yo-yo dieting cycle forever. So I started trying to educate myself. I started listening to podcasts. I was reading books. I was researching and I also started working with an online coach as well. And this is really a time that has completely changed my life. I was able to heal my relationship with food by number one, stop dieting. I know that's scary for, it was scary for me. It's scary for a lot of people out there because we get uncomfortable with our body and, you know, we're always trying to see the scale go down. We're always trying to get leaner. We're always trying to lose body fat. But when we have these underlying things going on, sometimes we have to address that first before we can get to the fun stuff right? And that's the piece that I was missing. I wasn't addressing my relationship with food. I wasn't addressing my relationship with exercise. And so my body wasn't really changing the way that I wanted it to. But once I was able to take some time to step away from dieting, step away from always trying to get lean or always trying to lose body fat and actually working on my relationship with food, like that's when the magic happened. So I I took time away from dieting. I worked on just kind of regulating my hunger hormones, regulating my metabolism, um, showing my body that it's okay to eat certain foods and I don't have to overconsume or overindulge on these calorie dense foods to be satisfied, right? But the only way you can do this is, is to stop dieting. If you are in a calorie deficit, your body is going to continue sending you hunger cues. It wants you to eat at maintenance. It wants you to be at homeostasis. So when I was in this chronic cycle of being in a calorie deficit and of always dieting, I was insatiable, right? My body was always sending me these hunger cues. So then when I would finally allow myself to have some indulgent food like pizza or cookies or ice cream or whatever it was, I would go wild and I I wouldn't be able to stop eating it. But once I actually stopped dieting and I took myself out of this calorie deficit and I regulated those hunger cues, I was able to enjoy these things like a regular person, right? Without having that out of body binging experience where I feel like I need to just keep eating and keep eating and keep eating. And 
that's kind of taken me to where I am today. And now I'm in such a healthy space where it really and truly feels like a lifestyle. I do prioritize a lot of nutrient-dense foods. I try to get lean proteins and fruits and vegetables and things like that in my diet, but I still enjoy life. I go out probably once a week to restaurants. I go out for brunches. I love eating pancakes. I love getting pizza. I cook and eat pasta at home every single week. And, and that's how it should feel. That's what makes it a lifestyle, that it's we have consistency, we have balance on a day-to-day basis. This is also what led me into kind of finding the confidence to launch my own online business, to be able to reach as many women as I possibly can that were going through the same or similar things that I was, and to be able to help them find not only that confidence in themselves, but developing that healthier relationship with food and with exercise and feeling like the best version of yourself, right? Having this healthy mind, this healthy body, and still being able to enjoy life and be social and have yummy foods guilt-free. That's what this whole lifestyle is about. So what I hope you can take away from this episode is that it doesn't matter what your past looks like or what your current challenges are. If you truly have the desire to make a change, then it is possible. You have to first believe in yourself that you actually can reach your goals. You have to invest in the resources you may need to help you get there. And just make the choice to continue to show up for yourself every day. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, the best way you can support me is to leave a five-star rating and share with your friends. But that was all for today. So I will talk to you guys next time.